Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Friday, January 29th. John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter. Hello there, John. Hello. Um, it's kind of weird these days. Like Cliff and I are, you know, scrounging for topics. It used to be there was always 10,000 crazy things that happened in the preceding 24 hours. And, you know, each, each crazy thing was getting bumped by another crazy thing. We'd put the podcast up and it three hours would have passed from when we taped it. So then it became outdated. I mean, it's just, it's really weird Cliff to not have crazy every second of the day. But I mean, as some people have said, isn't it nice? Yeah, like, it's just weird. Like you, you may have brought it up. Did you bring it up on the podcast? Or I don't know. Last time, like mm. we haven't, we basically haven't heard from Trump. Only that picture with him, yeah. and 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 his and and you know Kevin McCarthy begging before him, and which by the way, we'll get to on this show. Yeah, um, that's the only time I've even seen him exist this weekend. Yeah. I remember saying that so many times because it reminds me if anybody. And we talked about this. If any any of you have ever either worked with a toxic personality or have one in your family, whatever, you know what it is. It's just there's just no. They need constant drama. They need constant fighting. They need because it doesn't matter if it's attention. You know, negative attention is just as good as positive attention. And when you remove them from your life, and I've done that with a couple of these toxic types. I mean, the silence is just the most relaxing thing in the world. Yeah, he must like, be going crazy. I know. Like, I mean, and, and it's like the whole country writ large went through that the last four years. We all yeah. essentially suddenly had a toxic personality as our boss or as our father or mother or sibling or whatever you want to do. And like, oh my God, like it just getting him away. It, yeah. it, you know, my guess is like, you know, psychiatrists are probably not making as, they're probably upset. Their billing isn't as good the past week or two. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's been good, but it's weird. Um, So, Today's topics, we do have topics. Uh, the big topic is going to be Marjorie Taylor Greene, the QAnon lunatic right-wing freshman congresswoman uh, from Georgia who's just finally – well, not finally, but she's imploding this week. We'll see if she's imploding enough to get finally kicked out. Uh, but she'll be the big topic. A uh, number of little to- – well, you know, I think we could just kind of go through the little topics for fun as we as we start. Maybe we'll start with some of the fun ones. And then related to Marjorie Taylor Greene – is the whole issue with uh, McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, who's the Republican leader in the House, Matt Getz, who's the lunatic from Florida, uh, but sort of some of the problems they're stirring, how the Republicans aren't standing up to them and how that kind of leads in, I think, with that, that I sort of see that connecting with the green discussion too, Cliff, you know, it's kind of the, the, the crazy taking over and remaining in control of the party, you know? So, but let's start with just a couple of little funny, interesting things, whatever. Um, Lynn Wood, who was the crazy Trump lawyer who, and I Googled this repeatedly, he never seemed to be working for Trump. I don't quite know. No, he wasn't. He was, he got famous because he was working for that kid across the river from me, Nicholas Sandman, the one that ah, got American. That's how he made his name, taking ah. on that case. Well, the funny thing is he isn't. When he made that comment about that, that um, Mike Pence should be executed um, in that same was it i don't know if it was parlay and yes i'm totally at that on purpose or yeah. twitter feed at the time but nick sandman that stupid kid um responded and said this how you know how can you say this this is ridiculous and then within like the last week or two they, he's fired as his lawyer so he's no longer his lawyer he's now too oh, crazy for okay. the kid who basically 
Well, let's give uh, uh, racist stare down. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the kid is suing everybody who comments on it, so we're not going to comment too much about that kid. Um, but basically, just so folks know, yeah, there was that. Well, he's suing actual down. TV stations. He's, he's suing everybody. Actually, he sued reporters. Oh, it's it's Google it. No, it's <laughs> it's, it's a nonstop list. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, every reporter ever who's reported on it. Maggie Haberman commented on it. He's suing her. It's 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 a nonstop list. But this was the kid that had the staring contest with the Native American in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and and the story blew up. And then he's suing for slander and defamation and blah blah blah. But anyway, Linwood was his lawyer, which I did not realize. That's actually very or was. That's very interesting. Well, well that's how he made it. I, he's maybe been a lawyer to some other folks. I feel like one, the one or two of the people, I don't remember who, like the crazier ones. That's how he George got his mark. Right, hired basically. him, but that's how he originally made his name in, in the, on the right name ah, for ABT and Express. Okay. Well, so he, so Wood has been filing a lot of the pro-Trump election suits over the last couple of months and just started kind of going nuttier and nuttier with the stuff he was saying, <laughs> um, as Cliff just said. And... I mean, crazy stuff. He was, it, I, I'm trying to remember, Cliff. I don't even have it in front of me. It's hard it to was, say much worse than what I just said. He started calling for all sorts of people's executions. I mean, yeah, it was just a terrorist. <laughs> it was insane you know? what he was saying. Um, so, well, so he just, so he tweets now. Of course, people were going after his law license and everything else. He, uh, or maybe he put this on Facebook. To my followers, I really care about you. I feel your pain. I mean, even that's just like, woof. I feel your pain. I saw this mess coming months ago. For the last many months, I have worked 20-hour days. I speak truth. The truth is I am tired. I am fighting battles on every front. The State Bar of Georgia told me today they would demand a mental health exam from me if I wanted to keep my law <laughs> license. My mind is sound. I have broken no rules. I asked what I had done wrong. I was only told it was about my social media comments, my speech. Well, the thing is, is that, and you know this better, John, because you passed a bar and I didn't because I never went to law school. Um, but there is an, an ethical component of it. There yeah. is a moral component. That, yeah. I mean, it's in there that they can reject you for the bar if they think you're not going to uphold the principles. And this is something, by the way, we should use much more often. To me, it's up there among the top couple things we can use against all Republicans who, who make these kinds of comments and do these kinds of crazy things, which is, you know, it, it's very clearly the, the, the laws of the bars in each state. You, you can't do this stuff, you know, and when he's threatening to execute people, I it's, mean, the way the bar nice, crazy. because yeah. I think what they're yeah. saying is we're going to assume it's because you're mentally ill. So we're going to give you a test as opposed to you just threaten somebody's life. We're kicking you out, which is what they could do. Right. right. And which right. is what I wish they would well, do. Actually, They're I mean, almost giving him an out and saying, so then, so, you know, let, well, just let me finish this one point. So maybe later they can come back and say, oh, he just was going through a stressful time and now he's okay or, you know, whatever. I mean, like everything legal, you know, he has to have broken some specific rule. I mean, we think he's nutty. We think he's crossed a line, but they can't just, and it's, it's a due process question. They can't just take your law license away from you because you're nutty and have said crazy things. So that's why they're going to, they're doing this because there's still got to be a process. So he may not lose it. I mean, a lot of these, right. A lot of these crazies don't lose their law licenses. And to some degree, that's not a bad thing because, you know, I mean, I'm all for canceling the right people for the right reasons, but if somebody's going to lose their career, but it's it better be. About, it's not about canceling. Know. Like, I, I agree. I'm but using, I mean, I'm using, I'm using the word canceling. obviously like, not canceling like, for him. Yeah. Well, but it's the, just it's just the the, the legal practice has the, the, having a legal license comes with it, kind of like having a doctor do no harm. Having a legal license comes with it 
certain laws and regulations of whether you're allowed to have that law, uh, whether you're allowed yeah, to have yeah. that law license. I mean, I'm sorry, but this isn't about just politics. I don't care if you're considering yourself on the right, left, center, socialist, fascist, communist. It's threatening people's lives. You shouldn't have a law license. I mean, it's it weird. seems pretty simple to me. You know, yeah, very like, weird. Um, in any case, and, but I just, and, it, I mean, it, yes, I'm, I'm saying we should use it as a, Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I thought the internet cut. No, no, nothing. I just was going to say it's just it was just an amuse bouche of a story. Um, if you got anything to close on it, but otherwise, I'm done with it. I just wanted to mention it because I thought people would well, enjoy my close the is, fact. My clothes would just be it's it should be used. I'm sorry. I mean, I did. I do think anybody who who um you know steps outside and threatens people needs to be held accountable in that other ways. But yes, the right has found a way to use all sorts of tactics against us that are really, frankly, a lot of which are not even fair uh, and misrepresent us. To me, using a basic tactic against them based upon the rules of the of the bar is pretty straightforward. I don't really, I mean, you, you do that? No, no, you I agree. I agree. The bar and have a, them lose their yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So the other, like, feel-good yes. story are very interesting, actually, is, and again, all of these things are new stories. Um, So, you know, it's it's you always have to say alleged, but this one doesn't sound very alleged. Um, Enrique Tario, who is the leader of the Proud Boys, right? Kind of you know white supremacy, kind of male pride crazy thing, and which is always funny too because he's male pride I think crazy he's, thing. That should well, be like their, their that should be their slogan. It should be their little male slogan, pride, male crazy, pride thing. crazy thing. MPC, whatever, T. Uh, but he's, and I think he's like half Cuban or whatever, and clearly looks black Latino. I mean, it's kind of crazy that he's running the group at all, but whatever. Um, you know, but he. Uh, was a quarter Jewish. I don't know what it is about these people who like are half or a quarter something and hate themselves, but it's, there's probably somebody somewhere who should do that analysis. Yeah. I mean, he's clearly a person of color. That's the thing. Like when you see him, he's clearly a person. Of, he's not even Latino. He's black Latino. I mean, he's really a person of color. Clearly, when you right. see him and he's heading up this crazy movement, whatever. But he, according to and this was according to a transcript of the court proceedings several years ago and according to uh, somebody who was involved. I think it was a former prosecutor, but it was somebody who was involved. And they said he has been a confidential informant for the feds and I believe some states as well, but certainly for the feds in you know, also drugs and all sorts of other kind of, you know, crimes and kind of interesting if that's true. He's denying it. Well, his denial was great, too. I forgot the exact quote, but it was something to the effect of um, not I don't think so, but it was kind of a weird denial, like, hmm, not sure about that. And then the second line was, I just I don't recall anything about that. <laughs> and you're like, hey, Cliff, have you been a confidential informant for the FBI? <laughs> I, I don't recall anything about that. Oh, okay. Why? Because you were I mean, doing like, you know, maybe you drunk, I, could have, I don't know. You were drunk the whole time. I mean, what was the like? You, you either recall it or you don't. Um, I don't remember but, what I was doing a week ago. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's in any case, it's what is interesting is obviously this puts him in a really precarious position. And I mean, they've got the transcript of the court case. Like it's you know, I mean, that's pretty good evidence. And and then somebody else who was involved in the case confirming it it puts him in a really precarious position because even though it was about other cases, it was about drugs and other things, you're now running this sort of white supremacist group that was involved in the insurrection and all of this and and has had uh, fits of violence already before. Remember in New York, they had the violence outside the Republican club. It's a little weird if the boss is actually in cahoots with the feds. 
because I, I kind of wonder how long he's going to be with the Proud Boys because every conversation you had with him, if you said anything that was even vaguely illegal, he's got it now. I mean, I, I, right. oof. And oof. for all you know, he was wired and they heard it. Well, that's the other, <laughs> yeah. Well, and by the way, the other thing I was thinking, and again, I'm not going to say this is why, but it started making me wonder. Remember, he got arrested a couple days before the, uh, the insurrection march, January 6th. He came to DC maybe two days before and got arrested because he was pulled over for whatever reason, which is also interesting. Why did he get pulled over? And he had, he, when he got pulled over, he let the cops know, Hey, just so you know, I've got this, uh, high powered magazine or whatever it is, or two of them, because I was going to sell them to somebody and UPS screwed up. So we were going to meet in DC and exchange in person, which is illegal to do those kind of gun exchanges in DC. Right. Uh, something else he did uh, uh, gun wise that was illegal. So he gets arrested. Well, now in retrospect, oh, and because he was arrested, he was told he can't be anywhere near DC. So he wasn't able to be in the March. And I'm listening to that now in retrospect going, We've all you, you've hmm. seen it. You've seen Maybe he wasn't in DC for other reasons. Oh, exactly. You've seen the now again. I this is one of those where I'm not even going to say this might have happened. I'm just saying now I think of his arrest and I think of all those cop shows where it's like, okay, we're going to arrest you and bring you in so that the guys don't think you were just narking, but it gives right. you a reason for us to debrief you. Okay. Oh, and, oh, I couldn't be at the assault on the mall because they told me I couldn't be here. Sorry. It's very, if I were working for him, if I were a member of the proud boys, I'd, that would be going through my mind right now. So he's, I think he screwed. They screwed him. No, I mean, he screwed himself, if it's true. Right. Well, he screwed himself by just being a, a bad person. Being a bad but, person, um, it yeah. Is fun that, uh... oh, <laughs> but it is fun that that's out there because, I mean, you know, you heard what Donald Trump said about people like to, to, to other members of Congress and people, you know, his former lawyers and other people. They'll be a rat. You know, he basically talks like a oh, mobster. Remember? Remember, yeah, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, well, this guy is a rat. It sounds like, I mean, again, I'm, I mean, according to them, according to me, it's, it's, it's a terrible person doing the right thing to help federal authorities. Yeah. I think um, it's a good, according to them, a he's thing. a rat. Exactly. It's but, a good thing. But, uh, but they don't weird. tend to take kindly. No. <laughs> so funny I don't know what's going to as hell. And now a word from our sponsors. Well, John, imagine this Valentine's day story is for you. You're oh, parked outside. Okay. <laughs> My eyes are parked outside the restaurant where you're meeting your date in 10 yes. minutes. Yes. Glancing in the mirror, you cringe. Ah. Um, <laughs> ah. Not on Valentine's Day. You can't go in with those bags under your eyes, not to mention those crow's feet. You rummage through your purse. Probably not your purse. Well, maybe, maybe not my purse. But, okay, hey, your, nothing wrong, but not that I'm saying anything wrong. I'm not judging, John. Whatever you, wherever you keep your money, wherever John keeps his money, he rummages through saying, please tell me I have my plexiderm. And there it is. You apply the clear serum under your eyes and smile confidently, knowing that in minutes, John, you'll look fresh, bright-eyed, and years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically 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 studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags in just minutes. It's the Valentine's Day gift you give yourself. You can try a six-pack application trial pack, I'm repeating myself, for just $14.95, with free shipping when you buy... You visit, God, I'm having a bad day, buyplex.com or call 800-685-1292 and give the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. 
Make those wrinkles, lines, and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buiplx.com or call 800 685 1292 and say the code VOICES at checkout. I really am dying to try this stuff. They have got to give us a free sample. They really do. Or I want to see what it does. I, I do because I'm, I'm really like curious. We're going to try it. We have to. Easier. That is A I S I E R. What is it? Luxurious modern sleepwear for the independent woman. Their sleepwear is made from 100% washable silk. Oh, silk is known to reduce skin surface moisture loss and limit skin irritation. Best of all, it's comfortable, so lightweight, it feels like a second skin. It'll keep you warm in the winter and cool in the summer with a fabric that loves your skin all year round. And in every type of weather, wearing silk to sleep is simply therapy at night. Izier is owned by an amazing woman, a single mom. Their products are made right here in California. You can feel good about supporting a small business delivering high-quality products. Now is the perfect time. Treat yourself or a loved one to something extra special to sleep and lounge in during Izier's Valentine's sale. Go to shopizier.com slash discount slash Stephanie. Use the discount code Stephanie, 10% off your order. That's shop, A-I-S-I-E-R.com slash discount slash Stephanie. Use that code Stephanie for 10% off your order. All right. And now back to our show. So let's, well, let's get into the whole Marjorie Taylor Greene thing and then use that as maybe a starting point for going into McCarthy and Gates and Gates and all the rest of them. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, you all recall, is a uh, freshman <clears throat> congresswoman sadly. Georgia. Yeah, sadly recall. Um, she is one of the two QAnon well, hard to say that because she's now denying an affinity, but I will say I'm calling her QAnon curious, maybe, and spell curious with a Q. Um, she's certainly QAnon curious from her past, <laughs> even though now she's kind of denying. No, it. she's she seems to really believe. I mean, she's espoused she a number she of their theories. So, I mean, well, Kevin McCarthy yelled at her, and she a while ago, and that's I think maybe even during the campaign he yelled at her, and that's when she denied the QAnon thing. So clearly, he said, "Hey, you got to back off of this." Right. Is what it looked like. But yeah, she's clearly. But it's her denying it versus all the evidence in front of your eyes oh. of all the the times. You know, I'll let yeah. you tell the story because no, you, no, you it's okay. I mean, well, because I've got it. I I wrote a long story about this going through all the doc going through all the 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 research on her online and wrote it for my for my uh and Cliff was saying this I we don't promote our stuff enough and I should my Substack newsletter I've got which you guys please check out called Cyber Disobedience. Just Google Cyber Disobedience or CyberDisobedience.com and you'll uh. And you have to say it like that, dot com, like a Midwesterner, and you'll find it. Um, but uh, but what um, with her, why this came up? Well, basically, I mean, she's been coming up more and more in the news because K-File at CNN and others have been discovering more and more crazy things she did. And she's not really new on the scene. I mean, she's been kind of a crazy gun activist type for a couple of years now, since like at least 2018. And all over Facebook, all over everything. Well, I'm not even sure where to begin with this cliff because there's so much. I don't want to go through everything, but when I went through it, it kind of started blowing my mind because I knew she was nuts, but I didn't realize how nuts. I think, can I it's, offer this, John? I think yeah. the easiest way to kind of describe her, and, and I think it's important because it's a broader mm. trend that we're seeing that's more dangerous, is we went through sort of a period of time where, where right-wing radio hosts ended up becoming members of Congress or whatever, right? I mean, the example yeah. was Mike Pence. 
who started off as a right-wing radio host, and they were bad enough. But what you have now is you have right-wing conspiracy site personalities. Think about some right. of like those personalities out there that espouse crazy shit. I mean, Lynn Wood would be an example. I mean, he's a lawyer, but still, people that, that are on these right-wing, right-wing conspiracy Facebook pages, YouTubes, whatever, and at wherever, whatever she was doing before, she seems to have started in 2017, 18, as making her name as a personality who would film herself or, you know, doing crazy shit and saying crazy shit or otherwise just writing crazy shit on these pages. I think that's, I'll I'll kick it to you, but I think that's the best way to describe. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, well, so this week things were kind of blowing up because she had, okay, she's on Facebook and on Facebook uh, you can like anybody who's used Facebook knows this, but other people may not. You, You post things, right? I write a little paragraph. I post a funny picture and people who like what I posted, click the like button. And it's just a way of showing support, but also if enough of you like it, then Facebook's rules will show it higher up on other people's screens. And it, it, it helps distribute it more around Facebook, right? So, you know, you like things that you agree with and you can also like other things, but generally speaking, if I, if Cliff writes something, you know, about somebody and I click like, like, oh yeah, go Cliff. Well, she liked several comments about assassinating Nancy Pelosi, um, about what was, oh, uh, killing FBI agents. I mean, yep. weird shit like that. She liked one of the comments about Pelosi was talking about removing her from the speakership. Somebody else was discussing, and this is now in the last two, this was either 2018 or 2019. So it wasn't that long ago. And the person writes, you know, a bullet to the head would be quicker than trying to like remove her as speaker, but you know, through the, through the legal process and green clicks like on that comment. She also clicked like on a second comment that said regarding Pelosi uh, through removal or death, it doesn't matter as long as she goes. And she clicked like on that. Okay. Uh, Green has also discussed hanging president Obama and Hillary Clinton. As I said, she, uh, she liked comments about executing FBI agents. Um, Dude. Don't yes. forget this the super duper Jewish space laser. Oh, well that yeah, that was actually that one went crazy yesterday. So the I love that one so yeah. much. By the way, folks, if you mess with me, I control the Jewish space laser. Cliff, Cliff controls the space laser. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Okay. Well, so this was um this was uh 2018 California wildfire. I forget which one, but I think that was a really bad one. I remember. I mean, they're bad, they're always bad, but 2018 might have been one of the worst we've had, right? And she writes a long Facebook post in response to some ad came up for alternative energy news, you know, launch solar panels into orbit, which of course sent her into orbit because God forbid, you know, solar, oh, right? And she writes this, well, she writes this long thing and it's, it's, it's about the California wildfires, the horrific 70 people confirmed dead, a thousand missing. I'm praying for everyone involved. And then she goes with, you know, I'm posting this in speculation because there are too many coincidences to ignore and just putting it out there for some research I've done stemming. And she's going with, with PG and E, which are the uh, Pacific electric, whatever yep. stocks, right? So the, yep. the, the electric company stocks have tanked and, um, some guys on the board and the, and the, then she invokes the Rothschilds and she starts talking about like, there are oddly, there are all these people who have said they saw what looked like lasers or bloom beams of light causing the fires. I don't know anything about that, but I do find it really curious that PG and E's partnership with a solar panel generator started in 2009. She's linking solar power 
the Rothschild, she mentions him again. She gets Jerry lots of Brown, good stuff in there. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I mean, she, she basically, she's positing that it is possible that a international Jewish conspiracy is controlling space lasers that started the California wildfires. And a lot of Jews have been having fun with this on Twitter. It's a shark with lasers. <laughs> oh, it's like, like Sharknado. But it would be shark. I don't um, know what that would be. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking of the, the line from Austin Powers. I oh, just asked for a freaking shark with lasers. Sharks with lasers is what he wanted to, to kill people. <laughs> right. I mean, look, if we had that kind of a giant laser, don't you think we'd find better ways to use it than starting forest fires in California? I mean, I would think that's yeah, some, don't make any, don't some make any neo-Nazi compound. Yeah. Was, was no, I go on. Say? I'm just kidding. Huh? I was going to say, I think some neo-Nazi compounds might find themselves in not so good shape. Um, I, I don't, but no, you, the, 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 full, um, the full part of it, you've got a bunch of the conspiracy in there, but it, it, it's actually even better than that. Part of it was that the, the Jewish space laser was being used by Jerry Brown to clear forests so that, pub, so that high-speed rail could be put in. It's like she managed oh. to get every right wing like yeah. bugaboo, every like right wing conspiracy theory thing that they attack that they don't understand into one, you right. know. And as right. as David Roberts, who we had on the show in the past, asked, you know, we were sort of going back and forth on Twitter about it because why not? It's fun. Hmm. Wouldn't it make more sense if we had this giant space laser just to clear a path for the railing if you wanted to build high speed rail? Why light the whole forest yeah. on fire? I mean, yeah. it's hard to build new rail. When you're surrounded by smoke and fire, I'm just going to say. As far as I know, I, I've never built. It, no, I so, mean, look, I, I can't help yeah. but joke about it because it's so fucking ludicrous. But it's funny that the bar in Cal- uh, in Georgia, is it, wants to do a, a, a psychological examination of Lynn Wood. And we're not having Congress demand that a psychological evaluation be done. I mean, she either should be expelled or she needs to be forced to go see a psychiatrist because yeah. I'm not sure she's sane. I'm I actually rather yeah. sure she's not. Look at some of her – and I was looking on Wikipedia. So some of her her past – and I just had no idea. Obviously, we knew how bad she was, but I didn't know how bad she was. Like I didn't know all the details. I thought it was just oh. QAnon and whatever. I've got um, a big one that you, I think, had in your in your list also, the David Hogue thing. Well, yeah, she's – yes, I was going to sort of get into the gun thing because – so she's uh, – one of her big things is guns and Second Amendment, blah, blah, blah. And Which probably never happens with paranoid right-wing crazy people. Yeah, exactly. You never see them loving their guns, except for always. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Um, She, a couple weeks after the 2018 shooting, mass shooting at Parkland, uh, Florida, uh, Marjorie Stone, uh, Stoneman Douglas, remember the high school? And horrible. I mean, I know it was like, God, was it a dozen kids or two dozen kids? It was horrible that were killed. And then the kids. I think 17 kids. We had Fred Gutenberg on who who lost his daughter, as a reminder to people. Yeah. And uh, and then the kids organized and they did the march, uh, march for I forget what it was called, and uh, in D.C. and I mean a lot of people. It was really and the kids have organized amazingly. I mean, done more on gun issues than a lot of people have done on gun issues. Really amazing for a bunch of like teenagers, right? Well, she of course is pissed about this. David Hogg, Hogg, uh, two G's, who uh, one of the main kids who you've you've seen. He was well, taken looking- in a role of an activist act yes. after what happened in his high school. He lost He's friends. The one who always looked really angry. We always used to yes. joke because David, when, when he smiled occasionally on Twitter, it was like, yay! So David was a very serious 18-year-old, 17, 18-year-old. So David is lobbying on the Hill, has like 30 meetings in different offices, which honestly is really pretty freaking exhausting for anybody, let alone some teenager to do. I mean, you got to, I will give and the not just credit. Some teenager, some teenager who, what, a month earlier, weeks earlier, literally, yeah. I mean, who may still have PTSD 
saw people I he would. knew die and thought probably he was going to die himself. Yeah. And thought, I'm just going to devote myself to doing this. I'm going to have 30 meetings in a row. My God. I mean, so in any case, so David is on the Hill lobbying and she is chasing him in 2018. She's chasing him with her phone camera you know, badgering him. Why won't you talk to me? Why won't you talk to me? Why are you afraid to talk to me? Why are you afraid to defend yourself? I mean, even the way she's saying it to like, all of us know people we've met who talked like that and sounded like that. You know, the crazy people in our lives, whether it's family or extended friends or whatever, the the badgering crazies where you're kind of like, they almost have learned how to fight like a eight-year-old or a 10-year-old. It's like na 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 speech. You know what I mean? Why won't you talk to me? Why won't you talk to me? Why are you walking away? Why are you walking away? What are you afraid of? You know what I mean? Could you just feel like all those nasty ways people would piss you off when you were a kid, Cliff? Yes. Like talking to you like that? You're like, oh, oh she my just was, God. she just, I mean, she was like, she's an idiot, as we all know. But I mean, she was, she basically was yeah. chasing around this, this child who was forced into maturity and really handled it well yeah. by a, a shooting in his school. And she was the one who at the time, she's, I think I saw she's 46 or seven now. So she was about 44, was a fucking adult acting like a child. Facing a 17, 18-year-old who just had right. been through a mass shoot. And badgering him. And yeah. I mean, yeah. and she telling him, this person who had just been in a school shooting, I have my gun here, which I think, by the way, oh, is illegal. She did say that. She did say that in the middle of the thing where she's chasing. I mean, I say chasing, but meaning he's trying to walk from the Senate office buildings to the Capitol. And she's behind him just, I've got a gun. You know, I have concealed care. I have a gun with me now, you know. And she's not threatening him, but it's, you know, this kind of crazy person is stalking you basically and hounding you and then she's telling you she's got a gun and she sounds like she's on you know donald trump jr levels of caffeine or whatever um she's called him little hitler while she's well no this this was earlier i think she called him a little hitler not in not in this video but in the video she's calling him a coward she's claiming he's funded by george soros i mean yeah, like, by, again rothschilds george soros funny how all the jewish names jewish space everything laser, you yeah. know i mean no, definitely not an anti-semite yeah. you can tell yeah. Um, a different little story with her, uh, uh, to another, a 2018 Facebook post showed green agreeing with a conspiracy theory known as frazzle drip. Sounds like a Saturday TV show. Um, frazzle, that asserts it does, right? drip, like fraggle rocker. Like, right. It sounds like cartoon characters. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that asserts a video exists of Hillary Clinton and her assistant, Huma Abedin, murdering a child in a satanic ritual. And Clinton later ordered a hit on a police officer to cover it up. Um, also, po- extra points there for working the Muslim in their work for Hillary Clinton who's yeah. married to the Jew. I mean, you just got everything in there. Yeah, I mean, perfect. Hil- Hillary is a murderer. Huma, so you got like the lesbian affair rumor. Um they're murderers, right? Uh, satanic ri- child ritual. So that's like Pizzagate. Satanic ritual, that's just cream on the top, I guess. Um, and the fact that you're killing a police officer makes it even better, right? So um, 2017, she claimed that the Las Vegas shooting was a false flag. Explain to people what false flags are, Cliff, since you're, you're, the, you're our so, guy. Uh, so what they do, what this, you know, and there's some talk on the far like extremist left about this, the the nutty Jimmy Dore left um, also, but it happens more on the far right uh, because we have members who are that nutty on the far right, obviously who are in Congress. And one of them was our president. And basically what they do is they claim that an attack was actually performed by the government, um, uh, hot, you know, 
concealing their involvement and making it to look like they were regular people um, so that it gives the government the right to declare martial law, take your guns away. Like if you ever see the movie V for Vendetta, if you ever saw that, that was a false flag in that movie. That's what the story of that movie is, is that the government committed attacks to try and and that's how they took away people's power. That's what these people are claiming happened in real life here. And she claimed right. that that the Las Vegas one, um, I think the Las Vegas one was a false flag and 9-11 were false flags. And the other two things, new t- the one the shootings in Newtown and Parkland just didn't happen is what I think. There's a whole lot of, of shit crazy yeah. in there. So it's hard to know. Yeah. No, it's uh, always Christ hard to keep Church track of New- all that. Christ Church in New Zealand was a false flag, according to her. Um, 9-11, she was – Yeah, well, actually, it does make sense. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, in 2018, she expressed support for the conspiracy theory that a plane did not hit the Pentagon because remember – That was that, a big one, if you remember, but with the truthers yeah. back in the day, that they saw a missile. Somehow that one got pre-social media almost, became huge, um, that someone had seen a missile hit it, and it wasn't a plane, and I don't yeah. know where the people – all 200 people on the plane are just including what's his face's wife you know oh they just disappeared right. oh well all oh, right the, the republican lawyer's wife i think they all yeah. they all went up to the halibut comet with those yeah guys. i mean it's just you know um she claims seth rich remember seth rich the, Dem- the dnc democratic national committee staff member yeah. who was and murdered on the streets of DC. Also, by the way jewish shocker there that one pisses me off more because his family went through torture yeah. because of the, the, the shit that these people shared and they won that um, lawsuit against Fox News, which is good for it. So right. they got an undisclosed settlement. She claimed Seth, Seth Rich was murdered by the M13 street gang on behalf of Barack Obama. Nice. I mean, Barack this Obama's is, got but, some badass people working for him. I you mean, thought SEAL this, Team 6 was bad uh, shit. It's just, it's just fucking crazy stuff. Right. Then you got the space lasers. Oh, then I got to see if I can. This one, hold on. I want to see. I, I didn't cue it up before, folks. Sorry, because I still you didn't cue on it up. Sorry, cue on it up. I'm still not 100 percent comfortable with um setting up sort of the sound for the video. But what I'm going to do is my cheat because the cheat seems to work. Hang on, cyber disobedience, and I'm going to uh. That, by the way, I'm going to play John, just John is not good at self promotion. Is the name of John Substack, yes, which you should cyber sign disobedience. up for. John Substack, please sign up. Um, here we go. I'm going to play the video that went around another one that went around yesterday. And this one kind of blew my mind. Um, this again is also from the last couple of years. Okay. Let me, uh, here, let me, I'm going to try to, I'm going to play this. It's, it might be about a minute. Yeah. 53 seconds long. I want you to hear the whole thing. Okay. There's your wall money right there, everybody. I mean, this is like, it's, it's so stupid, simple. It's not even funny. It's stupid, simple. She's talking about making money for the wall. But we have retards i'm sorry i know that's an offensive word and i'm not trying i'm still gonna say it oh you just ruined the best part sorry that's the part you've got to hear that's okay but let me do this again you got to hear this This i will shut up it's simple it's not even funny it's stupid not the best part part. but we have retards i'm sorry i know that's an offensive word and i'm not trying to talk down on people with down syndrome but that's what these people are these people are so retards okay right. retards and i know it's not a word i should be using and i don't mean to talk down to people with down syndrome where the hell did down syndrome come out of this so right down syndrome is something entirely different like down um, syndromes are retard because also because we all know people with down syndrome are retard i mean like you know what i mean like the whole 
and hi, some person who's doing the talking down, who's really smart at English. You don't talk Ooh. down on people. You talk down to people. So you don't even know the right fucking preposition to use in English yeah. while you're saying other people are dumb. Just thought I'd point that out. I mean, but I mean, I I'll just, it's, I mean, granted, everything else she did was horrible anyway, but that especially you're like, you know, these retards, which is not cool. And I don't mean to talk yeah, down on people gotta, with Down syndrome. I love you, John, but you got to stop saying that word. That's a bad word. <laughs> yeah, what word? Well, no, no. I mean, we're quoting no, her. Our word. It's not not a word we want to repeat. She's no, a I know, but it, you know what? I, and I disagree on that because this is a conversation that we've had before. It's you know sometimes when you when you go cagey on some of the most offensive things, for example, Trump's shithole country comments. When you call them s-hole countries. It doesn't hit your ear as badly as hearing shithole and you're like, oh, God, that kind of shocks no, I agree. me. The of it. But I think you could say it once without, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, whatever. I mean, fair enough. But <laughs> but I think, you know what? It's – I mean, again, I disagree obviously because I said it on purpose. Okay. You, This is – and then just to mention Down syndrome. I mean it's it's – I know it's like it may not be worse than the other stuff she said, but to me it hit me worse. I just heard that and went, A, you're using the word, but that's a little childish. But then – but then, like, when you think of, you know, okay, Cliff's R word, you think of people with Down syndrome? Like, well, what is she that? does. Because her, she's probably used that word to describe people with that's, Down syndrome in the past, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I mean, mean, just it, what a horrible. Just what a. Even when that word was in use, you know, um, it, you know, I mean, now I'll have to say the word, the, 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 the overall. You know the thing retardation. Right. Well, we would slow. say mentally retarded was the word right. was the it, phrase it, we used. When it came from slow, right? John, like me, speaks French. When you say so, something is all retard, right. all retard, you're saying it's it's slower, right? Late. Um, or late. Same idea. Yeah. Late. Right. That's that's right. That's more technically right. Yeah. It's late. So the, the the stem of that, even when you were using that word, was not to describe kids with with Down syndrome. It was to describe kids that were a little bit slower in class, and they did not have a technical term for it. Some of them, a lot of them, probably were just had learning disorders, or whatever. Yeah. Point being, she's taking two things that are apples and oranges and throwing them together because she's a fucking idiot, fucking lunatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so this, so <clears throat> you know, the McCarthy, McCarthy, uh, what's his face, Kevin McCarthy, House uh, Republican leader. So House Minority Leader says he's going to talk to her next week. Um, at the same time, CNN reported yesterday that they were on a conference call the day before McCarthy, her, a bunch of a bunch of House Republicans, and he was apparently trying to raise money for the National Republican Congressional Committee, which is the uh, uh, the official party body that helps elect and reelect Republicans to the House. And she contributed via, you know, her PAC or her campaign, $175,000. And McCarthy was happy to take it. And, you know, CNN pointed out good for them, John King and CNN. He was like, cause he, you know, was like, McCarthy's not trying to distance himself from this woman. He, he took $175,000 from her yesterday. You know, these guys, it's, it's, and then, and then well, let me go past this to you, Cliff. Then it leads into the discussion of, McCarthy yesterday was visiting Trump, maybe at Mar-a-Lago or some other Arab Middle East Liberace looking place. Um, and it was maybe you pick up that pick up that topic then. Uh, I mean, everywhere that that you're saying that McCarthy visiting Trump, everywhere Trump has a place, it looks like Saddam Hussein's palace. I actually just wrote a piece for for, uh, for the Daily Beast that's coming out maybe today or soon that we'll be talking about that, among other things. But um so Kevin McCarthy, I mean, essentially we're now at a point where um, Donald Trump is like the godfather 
And it really is like that. And he calls members of, of the leadership of the Republican Party. At this point, Kevin McCarthy is the second highest ranking leader in their party. You right. know, McConnell in the Senate, you'd say, is higher, I think, right? Because the Senate's a higher body. And then it's Kevin McCarthy. You're both in the minority. Right. Um, and and McCarthy basically just drops everything and goes down there to kiss his ring and right. shows up at that gaudy, crappy looking shithole, to take a phrase, uh, that Trump, where Trump either lives or works, but isn't allowed legally to live. So his neighbors are suing and saying he shouldn't be allowed to live there. That should be fun, too. Um, and, and you know, I mean, that, that basically looks like he's in a hostage video. It, pathetic. Um, and he, he mildly criticized Trump for helping to inspire the the riot. And then, of course, he walked all of it back because he's a coward and Trump threatened him. You know, you see the same thing. I mean, it reminds me, it's like, you remember when the grab and buy the P video came out and they all right. like, I can't support Trump. And then it took them a couple of weeks and they mostly were supporting Trump. Right. I feel like that's happened over the last five years, maybe a dozen times where right. he does something so beyond the pale that they say they can't support him. And each thing, by the way, gets worse and worse. This time he got right. somebody murdered. <laughs> He got somebody murdered, and now a second officer who was there has committed suicide. Um, right. There's 140 of them who are injured, and that doesn't do it justice. There are people with cracked ribs. There's at least a couple with brain injuries. There is at least one who was stabbed um, right. with a fence. I mean, like these people, broken bones galore. They have serious, yep. serious injuries. Remember, D.C. cops and Capitol Police who were there. Yep. Um, and that's not enough. But they, a bunch of them were mad, at least a few of them. I'll give them credit. Mitt Romney, Adam Kinzinger, some of the other ones have stuck to it. But most of these cowards, even Mitch McConnell, uh, not I shouldn't even say Mitch McConnell, of course Mitch McConnell, yeah, of course, right yeah. afterwards were floating the idea of maybe he should be impeached and all that, have all done what they always do. And, and the, the ones who said that Trump was at least partially responsible or if not fully responsible, all of them, and McCarthy's one of them, have backed off and are now kissing his ass right. again. It's fucking pathetic. Right. right. Yep, that's my summary with a lot of curses. Yep. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's. I mean, <clears throat> I I just I don't know. I don't know what's what's going to happen with them because they're they're clearly still interested in. So you know, the irony is they all started sort of standing up to Trump a little bit, then they caved, right? So you've even got McConnell caving now. McConnell voted to uh, to uh, not let the impeachment proceed because it wouldn't have been, you know, it it, it wouldn't be right to go after a former president. Blah, blah, blah. So McConnell, everybody was hoping he would come around. McConnell caved. McCarthy's totally sucking up to Trump. Um, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I mean, I don't know what she could, what else she could do that would get her kicked out. Right? They put her on the Education Committee, which really freaked people out. And I'll give Pelosi I mean, credit. So what? I, mean, it, it, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, it's okay. It, just, it feels like parody. It almost yeah. feels like they thought, what's the most – what is the committee that would be the most fucking ludicrous to yeah. for a woman who chases, who chases high school students who were almost murdered? Exactly. Hey, how about education? Yeah. I just, they're, they're, they are a mess as a party. And as I, we've, I said during the Tea Party times 10 years ago, be careful what you wish for. Oh, look how the Republicans are tearing themselves apart because at some point they're going to take back power and we're going to have lunatics running the asylum. And we did with Trump. And, you know, if gets, if Matt gets, actually, this is an interesting little angle because CNN mentioned this and they weren't wrong. Think about the fact that Kevin McCarthy, a couple of days ago, the House leader for Republicans, uh, put out this edict. It was yesterday. And he said, you know, God damn it, stop attacking each other because the Republicans, uh, the crazies, Jim Jordan, uh, Matt Getz, were all talking about overthrowing Liz Cheney as the laughing crazy. The crazies. If you really want to get that you have to sit here and list at least 50 Republican members of the House. Well, I did that's the other true, day where too. I was like, right. You should- 
you know, Taylor Green and Bobert and Cawthorn and Gomert and Jordan, oh, but then you're like Cawthorn Gozar, yeah. Biggs, yeah. you know, that one yeah. in Louisiana. I mean, by the time you really start listing the fucking people that have, have shown themselves to either serious mental illness or just be pure evil, like, I think you can get pretty close to 50 without even breaking a sweat. So they uh, they were all calling for like Liz Cheney to lose her job as the number three Republican in the House and uh, number three in terms of uh, party leadership. You know, uh, Adam Kinzinger, they're pissed. Matt Getz, you might have mentioned, went to uh, Wyoming to uh, to basically tell yesterday to tell people, you know, I don't want you to uh, you shouldn't vote for her. She doesn't care about you and this kind of stuff. Well, Getz did that. Right after McCarthy said, stop attacking each other. Right. I'm tell- As your leader, I'm telling all of you, stop it. Getz went and did it anyway. And Getz didn't just go to Wyoming, attack Cheney and say, don't elect her next time. He said, the Democratic and Republican establishment, both in Washington, don't have your best interests in mind. Yeah, he's busy going after his own party, too. What the like, fuck is the Republican establishment? I mean, it's the GM. Yeah, the, there the there are no guardrails anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, he attacked, no, he attacked Mitch McConnell by name. He attached McConnell by name. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. So now you're literally attacking the Senate majority leader. I mean, so now McCarthy's in an interesting minority position. Leader. Minority leader. Thank Happily you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Update. <laughs> um, but now what, McCarthy's in a really weird spot because – does this guy have any power at all? Because now you've got Trump and Trump's uh, you know, underlings or surrogates doing all this crazy ass shit. McCarthy, McCarthy obviously put himself in bed with Trump yet again because he wants Trump to help him win back the House in two years. It's really bad. And these right. guys are just thumbing it, thumbing their noses right back at McCarthy going, eh, fine, I'll attack, I'll attack McConnell and the Republican leadership. No, I mean, and you know, there have been various stages. It, you know, it started with 1994, or you could say it started with Reagan being elected in 80, but whatever. But the problem was one of their main trolls, as people see today, was the leader at the time was Newt Gingrich, who took back the House or whatever. But I would still argue that again and again, when they've had these sort of points in history where they've had to make a decision, they have always made the decision to, to instead of standing up in a principled way and trying to point out why the crazy people are wrong, and maybe losing, but at least saving their party, they've instead caved to the crazy people. And it just, you know, I mean, that Tea Party class of 2010, a good number of them are now considered sort of the more moderate members. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that's how yeah. far it's shifted since yeah. then. It just it keeps shifting yeah. to crazier and crazier yeah. territory. I mean, it's, it's at this point, it's anarchy. I don't think there is Mitch McConnell because of money does a decent job in the Senate of keeping his people in line because he's become such a, a corporate money spigot that right. they're often scared to take him on. But McCarthy clearly hasn't done that the same way in the House. You don't need to raise as much money as a House member to run. You can you know, So you, you raise enough through your grassroots crazy people. You may raise enough through that and just some, some nutty donors. You know, you know I, I just I don't think that there's any controlling authority at all in the House. It's just right. a big fucking zoo. Yeah, the no, it's, it's, well, and again, it's it's it's. I mean, and or maybe there is authority, but again, they've put their they've laid in bed with Trump. That's who they're that's who they're going to be sticking with, right? So that McCarthy is giving lip service, telling them to stop fighting, but in the end, you know, Trump's little McC- <laughs> uh, Matt Getz is Donald Trump's nester. <laughs> How's that for? I just came to me. You should put that out there, please. I may have to tweet um, that. But that's that's who it is. I mean, 
Did you, you know? see, by the way, some of the funniest comments were made about Matt Getz's suit when he got there? I mean, <laughs> he looked like a priest, first of all. Um, the suit that he, he was wearing in he, Wyoming. It was like three tie sizes too small. Oh, he's so skinny. It's weird. I think our friend Bob Seska, I think he was like, huh. did he find that crumpled up in a puddle behind him? I mean, that's the way it looked. It was like, dude, what is wrong with you? I, mean, I guess we know what's wrong with them. These are like all the fucking deplorables of society. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm sitting here in jeans and a, a shirt right now. But if I had to be on TV, I would know how to put on a suit and yeah. look like an adult. <laughs> Jim Jordan can't figure out how to do it. He's like, I'm without yeah. a jacket. I want to look like the Kinko's guy who helps you out, you know? Yeah, that drives like, me nuts. Like, yeah. Gets his yeah. suits are too small. Donald Trump's suits were three sizes too big and this and his fucking, you know, his tie would hang down to his I wouldn't even say it. Uh, yeah. I mean, like none of these people know how to dress themselves, apparently. No. But like it's they're just they're they're such amateurs in everywhere. They're children. Yeah. emotionally intellectually in any case but what it does tell you overall is if, if kevin mccarthy's willing to drop everything and go down to trump and then kevin mccarthy says stop attacking each other and matt gets still willing to drop everything to go out to wyoming to attack Liz Cheney. again this is who the republican party is now. yeah yeah they're they don't they're the trump owns them yeah you know still and we you know we've been saying on the show for a while like this whole it was laughable always even getting kicked off twitter which certainly helped you know, but it was laughable when people are like, if Donald Trump, when he's gone, he'll be gone. Of course he won't be gone. If he's dead, he'll be gone. Right. If he's right. alive, he'll be still craving the same things he craved when he was in office even more because he's so resentful he got kicked out of office. Right. He'll want revenge against anybody who doesn't de- de- defend him, his legacy. He'll be watching Fox News or, or OAN or whatever all day long. Yep. And if he sees one person make a bad comment about him or doesn't stick up for something, he, he'll go after them. Like, yep. what, why was that ever going to change to anybody? No, I guess what's also interesting to me is that Trump – has not really been talking right for the last i mean since the since the since he got banned on twitter we haven't heard anything from him really and other than other than this was great i don't know if you said oh my god did you see the uh oh my god i don't know if i can find this the the release that trump put out from his meeting with mccarthy yesterday oh my god this was the most amazing uh oh, fuck oh yeah it was, it was but it was normal right we just well, haven't it was, seen it since he's been gone so listen to this document put out by Trump about how the meeting went with with uh, McCarthy. President Donald Trump meeting readout. The meeting between President Donald J. Trump and House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, because, of course, there's many Mar-a-Lagos, was a very good and cordial one. They discussed many topics, number one of which was taking back the House in 2022. Tell me this wasn't written by a child. President Trump's popularity has never been stronger than it is today, and his endorsement means more than perhaps any endorsement at any time. (laughs) That's my favorite. President Trump. I mean, Cliff, his endorsement means more than perhaps any endorsement at any time. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't put the word ever, right? President Trump has ever like to- ever with with three exclamation points. Yeah, yeah. Stop, uh, President. You know, full stop. President Trump has agreed to work with Leader McCarthy on helping the Republican Party to become a majority in the House. Even that, helping the Republican Party to become a majority in the House. It's like somebody who doesn't speak English wrote this. They worked very well together in the last election and picked up at least 15 seats when most predicted it would be the opposite. They will do so again, and the work has already started. That's the that's the whole thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's whatever. 
crazy. It, I mean, it, again, it, they always have to do that extra flourish at the end. You know, something like that that makes it so cringy. It's you cringy. just said yeah. Donald Trump's endorsement is still the most important endorsement of the Democratic Party. And that would been right. But they have to be like at any time ever with any people in any yeah. place. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like. It's the it's the inaugural thing all over again, right? He, yeah. He's he and, and again he's more popular than he's ever been. No, he's not. His 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 ratings cratered to like the low thirties. Finally, from like from like the low forties, it's not more popular. Whatever. It's, it, Whatever. it's how children think and and yeah. react to stuff. Like yeah. you know, you read your children's essays. Like that's the coolest thing ever. Like that's these the vary as well. They they warn you when you're writing. You know, in professional writing, you are very careful about using the word "very." Okay. Yes. And so in that case, I used it on purpose because I, it was really trying to emphasize for real, like you're not just careful about using it. It's one of the, I would say first cardinal rules is using words like very, because you're not very angry. You're angry. Well, it's also in writing, the belief is, which I was taught when I was studying in med school, you show, you don't tell. Very is like a weak way of trying to, you know, you try to explain, you try to to paint a picture for people of what that anger is. Use a metaphor or, but not them. Yeah, children. I mean, right. It was a very good meeting, and he's, you know, it's just, it's, yeah, whatever, whatever. He's out of his mind. Um, but I love that President Trump's popularity has never been stronger than it is today, and his endorsement means more than perhaps any endorsement at any time. Right. Um, it's like it reminds me of like the doctor when he did the, you know, Ronnie Jackson, the oh. drug doctor. Is he, did he get elected to Congress? By the way, he did. Yeah. He? Texas, I think. Unfucking yeah. unbelievable. Well, he's like, Donald Trump is as strong as a 200-year-old man, or I don't remember. He said something like that. It was yeah. just like, he's the strongest man ever at his age. Yeah. And he was just, it was he, said he could live 200 years. It was, it was I mean, just... It's yeah. North Korea-level parody, right? I mean, it's just like, it's, it's Baghdad Bob. It's what they do, yeah. All right, we're going to wrap it up because we're also having some connection issues today, but uh, we've been going for a good hour, I think. Um... We'll just, we're back next week. You know, I mean, again, no, this has been, it's been really kind of, it's been funky. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying to a degree having politics get, even though, you know, Republicans still suck and they're still going to try to tie up Biden. It's been kind of nice having politics get back to, actually, you know what we didn't talk about in, I mean, we could try a minute and if the connection screws up, we'll do it next time. But we didn't talk about all the unity crap that the media is trying to pull, that Republicans are pulling on Biden and the media is backing them up with. Why does Biden keep proposing well, things? As that- I am often guilty, John, of talking too much. Uh, why don't you and I'll, I will sit here and I will listen. Why don't you tell people about it? <laughs> All right. Well, briefly, because I think it's worth a it's one of those things where it's worth you and me discussing more. And maybe I'll mention it briefly and we can do it on a future podcast because it's not going away. The Republicans have very clearly settled on a talking point. And it's actually kind of smart because it applies to impeachment, but it applies to Obamacare. It applies to the stimulus. It applies to everything. Unity. Biden said he wanted unity, but now Democrats are trying to impeach Trump. Biden said he wanted unity, but now Democrats want a $1.9 trillion stimulus bill, even though we don't like it. Right? I mean, Biden said yeah. he wanted unity. This is my favorite. Biden said he wanted unity, but look at all the executive orders he did. And of course, right, Trump did more executive orders. Fox is on that one big time. They're like, oh my God, 40 executive orders. And you're like, oh my God, your guy supported a coup that got people murdered and tried to violently overthrow our government. What's more fascist 
And, and the second part of that sentence is my favorite. Trump, Biden has done all these executive orders and the media. So I saw a reporter actually say this, but like a CNN reporter, you know, and they were executive orders that overruled a lot of what Trump has done. I mean, that's not really showing the Republicans that you're willing to meet them halfway. Right. I kid I mean, you. It's so freaking, uh, no, and it's in, in New York Times, unbelievably, again, you know, has an editorial telling uh, Joe Biden he's doing too much. I honestly think Democrats should ignore the New York Times like Republicans yeah. do and tell them to Washington just fucking Post get, did, get bent. Did one at the same time. And I mean, you're just court. like, you know, would we rather do executive orders? No. Again, we went through this with Obama. If you have people who, where their strategy is to not help you no matter what, no matter how good the policy is, a defeat that, that will help them politically and all they care about is power. There is nothing you can do. Yep. Actually, Cliff, just so you know, yours is breaking up again. I say we wrap the show right now. Uh, we'll bring this up again because it is clearly a, a talk. Yep. Yeah, because you're breaking up, Cliff. Uh, your, your your audio went away. Um, so we'll we'll bring this up again probably next time because it's clearly a talking point the Republicans are going to use for every topic. And the media is starting to buy into it. And it's something we're going to need to, I think, all of us fight back more messaging wise because they're just going to screw us with this. So, all right, we will see you next week. I don't know, Cliff, you've got a, if you've got enough bandwidth to say bye-bye. Nope. <laughs> bye-bye. Oh, there you are. It was great. It was like <laughs> seconds of silence. It was like, nope. Bye. Bye, bye back. I love you. All right, guys, and we will, we will see I you next you week. I love you all. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Well, John, imagine this Valentine's Day story is for you. You're oh, parked outside. Okay. <laughs> My eyes are parked outside the restaurant where you're meeting your date in 10 yes. minutes. Yes. Glancing in the mirror, you cringe. Ah. Um, <laughs> ah. Not on Valentine's Day, you can't go in with those bags under your eyes, not to mention those crow's feet. You rummage through your purse. Probably not your purse. Well, maybe, maybe not my purse. But, but, okay, your, nothing wrong, but not that I'm not saying there, there's anything wrong. I'm not judging, John. Whatever you, wherever you keep your money, with wherever John keeps his money, he rummages through, saying, please tell me I have my plexiderm. And there it is. You apply the clear serum under your eyes and smile confidently, knowing that in minutes, John, you'll look fresh, bright-eyed, and years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically steroid, clinically steroid, clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in just minutes. It's the Valentine's Day gift you give yourself. You can try a six pack uh, application trial pack. I'm repeating myself for just fourteen dollars and ninety five cents with free shipping when you buy when you visit. God, I'm having a bad day. Buyplex.com or call eight hundred six eight five one two nine two and give the code Voices. This order also comes with free shipping and a thirty day money back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buiplx.com or call 800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES at checkout. I really am dying to try this stuff. They have got to give us a free sample. They really do. Or I want to see what it's try. I, I do because really I'm, I'm really like curious. We're going to try it. We have to.